This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 191. Hey, my friend, happy Friday. I love Fridays. I hope you do too. We've got just a couple of minutes. I wanted to talk to you about suffering and the stuff that you go through in life that's difficult, that's hard, that's just not fun. I was on the line with a pastor here today and uh, the last couple days, actually, He's just going through it and facing some people problems and some discipline stuff in his area of ministry. And it's just really difficult. And those kinds of things can sometimes be just all consuming for us. So whether we're in the office or we're out doing something, shopping or at home or whatever it is we're doing, is sometimes it can be running in the background and we can lose track of our focus and not enjoy what we're doing in the moment, not enjoy our family, just not enjoy life. Sometimes those people problems in the church can just be all-consuming. And I just want to encourage you, if you're in that kind of a spot, to have some hope and to try to uh, maybe adjust your focus a little bit because it can be discouraging, and sometimes you think we are finally starting to move forward in the church, and now this. And sometimes we go through these seasons where there's just a lot of now this, now that, now this. You just finally think you're in the clear, you're going to pick up some momentum, and then something else happens. And I couldn't help but think that about that passage in Second Corinthians chapter 1 where it says, praise be to God, the Father of Jesus, the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. And, you know, we often want to preach the gospel to others and preach grace and forgiveness to others. I've talked about that before with you, but then we're so quick to not be able to receive that same good news and that same forgiveness from God. In a similar way, when we go through difficulties and trouble, at least this is true for me and maybe it is for you, I'm often thinking about, okay, I'm going to learn something through this so that I can help others. And sometimes I can shortcut the process and the part where God is actually comforting me, where I'm actually getting help from God where I'm receiving his grace and his mercy, his help, his empowerment, his patience, and his ability to forgive others, uh, where I'm receiving it from him because I'm experiencing his forgiveness. And I just sit in it for myself for a while. I can try and shortcut that process. So what I really want to tell you is, hey, when you go through difficulties and struggles and trials, they really do give you something that you can use to help others, and that's really good. But enjoy the help for yourself first. Enjoy the encouragement that God can give you. In fact, I was just reading it to you in Philippians chapter 2. If there's any comfort, any joy, any fellowship in the Spirit, Paul says, then, then make my joy complete, right? So enjoy that encouragement from being united with Christ. Enjoy that comfort of being forgiven. Enjoy the empowerment of the Spirit within you. Enjoy the ability to 
go through difficulties knowing that Jesus also went through difficulties, and he's walking beside you in it. Enjoy that, Pastor, for yourself. Experience it for yourself. So you eat some of the cookies on the cookie plate that was given to you as a gift before you so quickly maybe share them with others. It's good to share, and it's good to share what we learn, but it's also good to enjoy it ourselves first. Now, having said that, let me remind you that the difficulties and the struggles we go through, they really do equip us to minister to others. Recently, I don't know if I shared this on the podcast or not, but uh, I totaled my car. That sounds real dramatic. It just means that my car that had 230,000 miles on it got moderately T-boned, and it was not any big deal. Uh, but it was it totaled the car. But but here's the point I want to make with this. I had never in my life, in the 40-plus years I've been driving, ever been in an accident. And this little accident that I had where nobody got hurt, but both cars ironically were totaled, <laughs> nobody got hurt. This thing has really, uh, I'm so surprised how much it's shaken my confidence in my own driving. Like I pulled out in front of this guy, didn't see him coming because he was actually coming from off a side street and not down the street I was on. I pulled out in front of him and he ran right into me. And all of a sudden, I don't think I'm that good of a driver. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm... not paralyzed, that would be too strong of a word, but I'm so hesitant at intersections and at stop signs, and I'm looking and I'm cranking my neck and I'm looking and I'm not even trusting anymore that I'm not seeing anything coming, and I'm afraid that I'm going to pull out and I'm going to get hit again. And it's been so surprising to me, but it's helpful to me because uh, a couple years ago, my son got T-boned really bad in an intersection. And he was sharing with me how it makes him so uh, nervous and paranoid going through intersections now because it happened once and it could happen again. I really, honestly, I, I didn't understand it, not like I do now. And that's so true for things in life. Unless we go through it, we really don't understand it. A number of years ago, one of my staff members came into my office and uh, he and his wife were expecting a baby. And they were probably in the fourth month, and the wife miscarried. And he came into my office, and he told me, and he was really sad. And I know that he was he was needing some ministry at that point and some encouragement, just somebody to kind of come alongside of him and just help him through this. And for my wife and I, my wife never had a miscarriage. We never lost a baby, and we just had our four kids, and that was it. And I remember standing in my office that day, and it, it hit me. Jeff, you got nothing to give this guy. We had traveled through a lot of stuff together. At every juncture in ministry and in his uh, marriage and in his life, I was able to relate, and I was able to give coaching and mentoring. And we had a great relationship. But that day, when he came in my office, I realized that when I looked into my toolbox, I had no tool for this thing. I didn't understand it. And I literally had to give him the name of four guys in the church that I knew they and their wives went through the same thing. 
And I said, hey, why don't you talk to these guys, ask them, you know, how'd you deal with this? How'd you get through this? Because I got nothing. I had nothing to say. And so since then, I've realized that when I go through difficulties, wow, that that puts a tool in my toolbox that I can use to minister to other people. So pastor, maybe this week, you've been dealing with something in your church that you'd rather not deal with. Maybe it's something in your family. Maybe it's something just about you or something in your home that's fallen apart and maybe you can't afford to get it fixed. Some mini crisis or maybe even a major crisis. Just believe that God is walking with you through it and know that when you get through it with God, You'll be able to take other people on the same journey, and you'll understand the pain. You'll identify with them. You will have walked in their shoes, and it will help you to serve God and to serve people so much better. Now, I've always said that, hey, if you got to go through it, you might as well get something good out of it, and you've got something now to help other people with. And I hope that you can uh, appreciate that as well, Pastor. Hey, thank you so much for serving. Thank you for taking the hits. Thank you for suffering because Paul, in that passage, in fact, I've got no more minutes left. I've already gone longer, but I just remembered Paul said, we don't want you in 2 Corinthians 1 to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles in we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, maybe you are, far beyond our ability to endure. So he's under great pressure, far beyond his ability to endure. He writes, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. Now, that's pretty harsh. That's a pretty extreme. But maybe you're there, Pastor. Maybe you feel like, man, this is, I don't think I can survive this. I guess you wouldn't be the first, right? Paul would have been the first. But then he writes, but this happened, that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Wow. Then he puts down the trump card. He said, hey, if God can raise the dead, he can get you through this situation where you feel like you just can't survive. So we don't rely on ourselves, but we rely on God. Pastor, man, it sounds so trite, doesn't it? But it's the truth. Rely on God. Rely on God. I hope you have a a good weekend. I hope if you have been going through a crisis, that God gives you wisdom and that you're able to find believers in your church and in your life with wisdom who can help you through it and that God blesses you. Thanks again for being a pastor. Thanks for listening this week. And we'll catch up with you tomorrow on the weekend edition of the Coaching for Pastors podcast.